Get the little ones, sit back, relax, and listen to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. And now, Dakota Ring Theater presents the continuing adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, that scourge of the underworld, hunter of those who prey upon the innocent, that marvelous masked mystery man known only as the Red Panda! The Red Panda, mysterious masked marvel, hides his true identity of August Fenwick, one of the city's wealthiest men, in his never-ending battle against the forces of darkness and oppression. Together with his wife and partner, Kit Baxter Fenwick, who joins him in his quest in the guise of the Flying Squirrel, he fights a private war that evildoers everywhere shall know justice at the hands of the Red Panda! This episode, Naughty and Nice. It's still early in the morning, but crowds are already beginning to gather for this, the 41st annual Eaton's Santa Claus Parade, which will see thousands of happy children and their families turn out in spite of the chill in the air to greet old St. Nicholas himself. Of course, with so many of our boys overseas doing a very different sort of marching, there have been concessions made to the war effort. Many of the costumes from the legions of elves, clowns, and Mother Goose characters that will be on display today will actually be made of paper, as they have been in recent years. But parade organizers assure this reporter that the parade will be as bright and jolly as any in attendance might have wished for. And I'm certain that many of the letters gathered along the parade route will express the wish that all of us share for a loved one, a father, or an older brother, to stay safe this Christmas as they protect freedom overseas. And just a reminder about those letters. If you're coming downtown for the parade, don't forget to bring those letters for Santa along, and make sure they have your return address on them, as every single one will receive a reply from Santa and his helpers that made the trip with him from the North Pole. But don't delay too long. If you are coming down, the crowds do fill out early, and we are starting to see them gather even now in the wee small hours of the morning. Let's ask one of these passers-by what brought them down to the parade route so early. You, sir, what brings you down to the parade route so early? Me? Oh, I wouldn't miss this show for the whole world! Absolutely. And I'm certain that this edition of the parade is going to be the most magical ever. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, my dear boy, it's going to be absolutely to die for! <laughs> oh, come on, buddy. What's with the inner sanctum routine? I beg your pardon? You cut a guy some slack, would you? Now I've got to do all of that again. I doubt that's the worst thing that will happen to you all day. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you too, pal. Come on, Charlie. Let's head down here and see if we can find somebody less crazy. Well, that part shouldn't be too difficult anyway. Any luck with a new formula, Dr. C? Oh, uh, Flying Squirrel, I didn't hear you come in. Oh, sorry, Doc. Force a habit. What's that? Uh, oh, yes, quite. I see your point. Would you like some tea? Mm, don't think I've got time today, Doc. The Red Panda is sure that Professor Zombie has something big cooking. And that new formula we intercepted probably has something to do with it. I'm sorry that I haven't been able to crack it just yet. I'm not really a chemist, you know. I mean, it's 
Possible that I hold several degrees in the subject, but it isn't really my field. It seems a bit late in life to pursue a new calling. <laughs> I just muddle along. <laughs> you muddle awful good, Doc. We've hit back a zombie hard and made things tough for her. She isn't getting many new recruits since we got the frost antitoxin included in public immunizations. Yes. I still don't know how the Red Panda persuaded the health authorities to do that. Or to keep it a secret. I suppose it pays to be a figure of public trust. <laughs> a figure of public trust with crazy hypnotic powers? Yeah. And since you boys have started cranking out counter-agents to her pure necronium, we've been able to take out enough of our undead gangsters to put a real dent in our operations. I suppose so, my dear. But the fiend does keep changing her stripes, doesn't she? Difficult to say what's in back of it all. Or why she would have taken her own poison and become undead herself. Who knows, Dr. C. Maybe she was after the strength and speed the new formula gives out. Maybe she was dying and figured she had nothing to lose. Uh, maybe it was a lab accident. Oh, I like that one. There's some poetic justice in it. But I ain't real concerned with what made her crazy. The Red Panda seems to feel that her motivation might just be the key to the mystery. Yeah, he's mentioned that once or twice. We agree to disagree on this one. She's out for revenge. Yes, but for what? <laughs> When you know their motivation, even the most insane mind becomes easy to understand. I'll try to keep that in mind. How's your new lab assistant working out? Robert? He's fine. Uh, why do you keep asking? He has the consciousness of a robot inside a stolen body. I keep waiting for the other shoe to drop. Would it help if the robot were a superhero? Or if I hadn't actually stolen the body myself? Oh, Mr. Knight. <laughs> it's all right, Flying Squirrel. You can call me Robert. I'm trying. Really, I am. You were always quite comfortable with me when I was a robot. I have a history of getting along with androids just fine. Except when I'm punching their heads off. But the robot you isn't you anymore. White Knight went back to Montreal and went about his business. I keep waiting for you to go all wahaha on us. I don't think I really understand that reference. Just keep it that way. No luck with the formula? No. Been changing gears from other projects, but we do know Professor Zombie's organization has stolen the raw materials to make tons of the stuff. And we know the compound is very definitely in the Necronium family. But we can't test any sort of counteragent because we can't get it to activate. We have no idea how it is meant to be administered, and until we find out, we won't know how to counteract or cure it. All right, boys, sounds like you better get back to it. Call Mother Hen the minute you have anything, and it doesn't matter how small. <sighs> Flying Squirrel, the Red Panda. Come in, Red Panda. Mm, squirrel, the Panda, come in. Is everything all right, my dear? Yeah, I'm sure it is. Excuse me, boys. I better check this out. Flying Squirrel, the Red Panda. Don't know why you've gone quiet, but I'm heading for the McGuire building like we planned. I'll be there in five minutes if you want to meet me. Otherwise, I'll see you at the rendezvous in a few hours. Squirrel out. The McGuire building? In Parkdale? Oh, you lying little me. The mad monkey. No autographs, please. Hey, watch it. Look out. Low bridge. <laughs> Careful, you almost hit me that time. Stand still so I can clock you, you maniac. Oh, what's this delightful little gizmo? Hey, give me that. Or oh, some sort of... Special high-frequency detector. Multiple range settings. Good God, 
Godfrey, you've got a red panda detector. Get your paws off that. Hey! Why should you have a red panda detector when I have to stand around on a rooftop and wait for the brute to show up? Ow! 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 All right! Now take it, you little beast. Now sit down or I'll put you down. Oh, I'm not quite sure you've got the chops for it, princess. I've been doing ever so much practicing. I've started to think that kung fu fight to the death might be the way to go. I mean, all these elaborate plans and plots and devices. What about the simple elegance of beating your nemesis to death after all these years? Stop talking now! Oh, you're right. Now that I've told you, I've probably gone and spoiled it. I really need to work on my monologue. Where is he? Where is who? Oh! Him who? You're the one with the red panda detector. You tell me. Psychopath. And then some. My guess is that you think he's in that warehouse. It would have made a certain amount of sense for him to go in. I was on my way there myself. I don't have time for your games. Uh, Since you're using your detector, I assume you suspect the worst. And that little nonsense about the Maguire building was misdirection. In case he's been captured and they're listening in. Who's listening in? The undead, dear girl, the undead. Professor Zombie. Who else would it be? It's all you do-gooders have been playing at for months. I couldn't even get your attention with a string of jewel robberies uptown. That was you? What are you going to do, testify? Besides, those weren't flash jobs, they were just financing. A monkey's got to live, you know. A fellow's got to have a master plan waiting in case his nemesis ever gets off his duff and thwarts the necromancer crime lord he's been playing with. Honestly, I don't know why I even bother. If you think I can't get you to talk, you're dead wrong. Talk? My dear, what on earth do you think I've been doing? What have you done with a red panda? Not a thing! I don't have time for this! Everything suggests that Zombie is on the verge of something big. Big? (laughs) My dear squirrel, she is on the precipice of the most vile, most sinister abomination of a crime ever committed! And if she gets away with it, she will be remembered as many things, but chiefly as the villain who finally destroyed the Red Panda. And I can't have that. So what's our plan? Oh, no. I'm not having this. Oh, come on. It'll be fun. Like a slumber party. We can do each other's hair and talk about boys. You are not going over to that warehouse. Yes, I am. And even if you could stop me, which I doubt, it's gonna get loud. Of course... Since tactics were never my strong suit, I thought I might just ring the front doorbell. Unless you have a better idea. I I can't even believe this is happening. I know! This is super exciting! All right. Your hands are tied and cuffed and locked and everything else I can think of. Everything is prepared. You can stop pretending to be asleep now. Honestly, do you really think I can't tell? Professor Zombie. Oh, still groggy, are we? Or is that also an act for my benefit? The trouble with being an inveterate liar is that people stop trusting you after a while. Have I ever told you a lie that wasn't in the cause of thwarting your evil schemes? A lie is a lie. And when do we see one another that you aren't thwarting my evil schemes? Just another of your many irritating habits. Where are we? Whatever could you mean? We aren't in the warehouse anymore. Really? Do tell. The air is different. It's... The pressure. 
We're in a high rise. Oh, very good. Do you want to figure it out all yourself, or are you waiting for me to tell you where you are? I do hope you aren't saying these things aloud in the hopes that the channel is open on your radio ring, because you aren't wearing it. How? I took it off, fool. Nasty little things. Never was sure there wasn't a tracking device in there, though I never was able to isolate the frequency. But since removing it wasn't booby-trapped like the mask... Tried the mask again, did you? So I assume that electricity still hurts the living dead. Shut up. You were always at your most annoying when you were smug. The past tense already? You're getting ahead of yourself, Antonia. Don't play those games with me. Not anymore. I am not that weak creature who could be distracted by a little good-natured flirting. (laughs) There is only Professor Zombie now. No. I don't believe that. Professor Zombie always had a plan. A plan for power and for personal gain. Personal gain? I have taken your city from you. Something you never even wanted. You took it because it was mine, and that's just revenge. Revenge is a primal emotion. You aren't as cold as you pretend to be, Antonia. Dear me, I do hope that you aren't trying to convince me that I'm not dead. Because I think that I would know. I saw that. Saw what? That little look at your shoulder, flexing the muscle, trying to be sure. You injected me when I was unconscious. I did. A little necronium cocktail. Imagine my disappointment to learn that you're immune. You tried to turn me. You must have known it was a possibility, or you'd never have bothered to work up an immunity to my new formulas. Accidents happen. This was something more deliberate and vile. What was your plan? I thought it might be fun to have you awaken as something you despise. To feel the waves of despair as you realize what you have been robbed of. To see the look on your little pet's face when she burst in and realized what you had become. That would have been worth it. Worth what? Delaying my masterstroke to watch. Indeed, had I done so, you might have saved thousands of lives. Perhaps more. But now the entire city will suffer because you had to be the cleverest boy in school. And there will be no interruptions. What are you plotting, you diabolical fiend? Don't strain yourself with deduction. You got your bell rung tussling with my guards, and there are only 18 of them. I think you must be getting old. Not a problem I'm ever likely to have. (laughs) Is that why you did it? Is that why you took your own formula and crossed the line between villain and monster? You'd like that, wouldn't you? You'd like it if it was my choice. My vanity, my weakness. It would be ever so much easier for you to be the champion of a just society. But you aren't. So I suppose you'll have to go on pretending. What happened to you, Antonia? There is no Antonia. There is only Professor Zombie. Men, open the curtains and let him see. What in blazes? Quite a commanding view, isn't it, Red Panda? The parade route. Zombie, no! Oh, oh, you're beginning to see it now, aren't you? You always knew it was a possibility. The apocalypse I could loose upon the city, but I never did. 
I was my own worst enemy. I wanted to keep control, to make my undead creations, my servants, my playthings. Even when it was too late for me, still I played at being a crime lord rather than a goddess of death. But at last I see... If all I hunger for is vengeance, why not let those poor creatures be my agents? Why bother trying to control them? Why not simply turn them and set them loose, mindless upon the city, and let them savage one another? And then, of course, watch you watch them do it. It will never work. Public immunity is spreading. The immunization... Oh, yes. I know all about them. I have people everywhere, you know. I know all about your little plan to save everyone, to make me irrelevant. We got off to a good start. Perhaps 20% of the city is immune to my power. Especially the children. Oh, how wonderful to protect the children. That way, it will be all the more horrifying when their dear mothers and fathers turn on them like mindless beasts. Professor Zombie, don't do this. I can help you. I'm sorry, Red Panda. You can't save everyone, as you are shortly to learn. Oh, look at them all. (laughs) How happy as can be. Lining up along the street to watch a parade, to celebrate a season of joy, all waiting with expectant eager faces for dear old Saint Nicholas himself to arrive. How glorious that the only gift they will receive this year is the cold, joyless gift of undying death! You are listening to the Red Panda Adventures from DecoderingTheater.com. You're coping with this better than I thought. Keep your voice down. There's nobody here. Maybe they're just quieter than you. I have extra senses. Mind control powers. All sorts of juju. Nobody home. I told you to cram it. Who says your mind powers work on the undead? Well, I... You know, that is kind of an interesting point. Nasty, creepy little things. They could be all around us. They aren't. How do you know? Come on. I've got some juju of my own. Those goggles! Oh, you get all the best toys. Bet I could take those off you. Ever get shocked by our masks? No. Why, do they shock? Like a freight train. You've never tried to take a peek? Does it bother you you can't keep track? You don't care at all who we are under the masks, do ya? I don't care about you at all, cutie. You're just the sidekick. I'm his nemesis, not yours. Take it easy. The room opens up ahead. I think there are guards. What do they look like? Through the goggles. Is it pretty? They glow blue. Ooh, I love blue. Shut up. Ow! You're a little bit mean. Did anyone ever tell you that? Yes. There's one on the floor. He's big, but I don't think he's armed. Another one on the catwalk above with a rifle. He's mine. What if I wanted that one? Can you glide or climb walls? No. He's mine. You're coping with this better than I thought. Coping with what? You know... Teaming up with me. I have recently been reminded that when you know their motivations, even the most insane mind becomes easy to understand. That is such a coincidence. I have the most insane mind. And you want to be the one to kill the red panda, which you can't do if somebody else does it first. So take out the one on the floor. Wait till I hit mine first or he'll blow your head off. Oh, and here I didn't think you cared. Where did she go? Hmm. 
nimble little minx. Oh, hello. I wonder if you'd mind. I'm conducting a survey. Just hold this, would you? There's a good fellow. My company is conducting a field test to see if the undead can tell the real coconut from our coconut bomb. <laughs> Guess not. Pipe <laughs> down, mania. Oh, come on. That was funny. Ugh. All except the smell. What is all this stuff? Raw materials for Professor Zombie's new formula. Tons of it. So why were there only two guards? Because more than half of it has already been used. They must have mixed it here. She'll come back to the larder when she's out of supplies, but it'll already be the end of the world by then. Oh, that explains the trucks. What trucks? Five big tanker trucks painted up to look like army rigs, but they weren't. Not really. They pulled out of here about five minutes before you arrived. Why are you just mentioning this now? It wasn't funny until just now. You, you say they were tanker trucks. Oh, yes, yeah, something like that. This equipment here, I think it's for pressurizing gas to transport as a liquid. Why would a little hotsy totsy have information like that at her disposal? We need the red panda. Uh, that's kind of just what I said. Come on. The signal's coming from over here. Oh, look what I found! His radio ring. Oh, let me keep it. I've always wanted one of these. Ow! 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 All right, take it! Take it! Over here. His coat? That's it? He kept the tracker in his coat? I guess. Oh, seems a bit low rent. Hey! What are you doing? That was a new shirt. When? 1937. Ow! What was that for? Antitoxin. Good news, you're now immune to necronium. Bad news, you're going to be throwing up for a few minutes. I have to go make a phone call. <laughs> All right. But I'm keeping a coat. Hello. Oh. My dear, it's you. Yes, we've tried your suggestion, and I have good news. Well, not good exactly, but as a gaseous suspension, the new necronium formula does activate, and it may be the most virulent formulation we have ever seen. Only a minimal amount is required for infestation, and it has none of the subtleties of Professor Zombie's recent work. Yes, I'm afraid so. Quite savage. Ah, but there is some good news. She could not simply flood the city with the gas. It is significantly lighter than air. Oh, very much so. Well, the gas dissipates very quickly and disperses with no ill effects. No, I... I thought of that, but, but even filling the sewers with gas wouldn't have much of an effect, unless people happened to be standing directly over manholes and grates. And that seems a bit haphazard for our sinister friend. No. What she would need is some kind of high-pressure hose to directly shoot the gas at her victims, and in order to use all of the gas that she has made, there would have to be thousands of people just kind of standing around, preferably all facing the same direction. And I can't even imagine why... Hello? Hello? Now that's odd. I, I wonder what got into her. It's a beautiful day for a parade, folks. And it really does seem as if the whole city has come out to celebrate the beginning of the Christmas season. 
With the reviewing stand just a few blocks away from our position, the floats, vans, and entertainers are really putting on the dog for us here today as they get ready to pass by our guests of honor and the judges. Up next... Hmm? What's this? I, I don't... I'm sorry, folks. I guess we've had a little miscommunication here. I thought we had our next Mother Goose float, but this is really quite a sight. We have three tremendous balloons. Well, it's been quite a few years since we had anything like this in the Eaton's Parade, and I don't recall ever seeing any quite this large. Three enormous balloons, each shaped like a pig. I imagine these must be the three little pigs, famed in song and story. And boy, I'm not kidding when I say they really are enormous. The crowd is so excited to see this marvelous sight, and I don't mind telling you, each of those balloons is held down by a dozen strapping lads dressed as clowns and they seem to be having a difficult time keeping those pigs from taking off for the stratosphere. They really are generating an enormous amount of lift. But I'm sure they'll manage, folks. Now that I look closely, there's a sort of... a sort of hose apparatus coming out of the belly of each of the three pigs. I wish I could tell you quite what those are for. No one seems to be using them just yet. Those might be a surprise for the crowd and dignitaries at the reviewing stand. I'm sorry I can't say with any certainty, but, as I say, I'm as surprised as the rest of the crowd to see these wonderful fellows float by. And what's this? Oh, this is a surprise. A pair of performers dressed like our own masked protectors, the Flying Squirrel, and... And, well, uh, I guess he's supposed to be the Red Panda, though, to be honest, his costume isn't terribly good. Uh, but they've swept in from nowhere, and they look to be ready to battle... Yes, they are battling the clowns holding down the balloons. This is really quite... My goodness, they're awfully good. <laughs> and the crowd is really enjoying this very peculiar display. I wish you could see this, folks. The... Well, I suppose you'd call it choreography, but it's quite... Oh, my. The first set of clowns has been dispersed, and the first of the three pigs is floating away. More than floating, it's rocketing out of here at tremendous speed. This is really all part of the act, I'm sure, but I wonder if these performers know that the reviewing stand is still three blocks away. Uh, perhaps that was just a... Oh no, the second balloon is off now, racing up into the sky as a tremendous cheer goes up through the crowd. And now, oh isn't this wonderful, teams of policemen here to make sure the parade goes smoothly are in on the act and are now moving in to take away the clowns as if they were real criminals, folks. This is... I've never seen anything quite like this. But the show doesn't seem to be over yet. What's this? The... Oh my goodness, the performers playing the masked heroes have got hold of the last of the balloons now, and with the help of Toronto's finest, they, yes they are, they look to be ready to ride it off into the sky. This is really remarkable, folks. I have never seen anything like this, and I'm only sorry they seem to have missed the reviewing stand, though perhaps they will head that way when they... There they go, to a tremendous cry from this elated crowd who saw such an entertaining and unusual holiday display. Well, it's that, uh, that was quite a thing, wasn't it? I thought you said you...
you could control this thing! Young lady, I have been flying parade balloons since you were still in knee socks. Oh, yeah? Yeah! Of course, there was usually a gondola and some control. Oh, swell! It's not my fault that I'm out of practice. You're the psychopath who crashed my monkey zeppelin in the lake. What's this? The high-pressure hose for the gas release. We can use it for repellent. A fine idea! We can poison the whole crowd ourselves. Not from this high, maniac! Hold on! Should I point out that the gas is also what's holding us up? (laughs) Then this should be a real interesting ride. Can you steer? I can steer, but steer for what? That building past the reviewing stand. It has a commanding view of the parade route, and my goggles say it's swarming with zombies. Ah, so it's where they brought him to watch. (laughs) Be a deer and hurry before they kill him. Hold on. Here we go! should have known that it was you who spoiled my moment of triumph. You are a hateful little creature. What about me? Mad monkey, is that you? Dumby, don't take this the wrong way, but you look terrible. Idiot, are you actually helping them? I'm mercurial. You're a brain-damaged lunatic. Well, yes, there is that. It's over, Professor Zombie. You idiot. How did he get out of the ropes? I'm sorry, mistress. A giant pig smashed through the window and I... Shut up! This was the most fiendish, hate-filled, random thing you've ever attempted, Professor. Mass murder wrapped up in a holiday bow. Yes, it would have been beautiful. No. You never would have found beauty in this. You wanted me to despair. Why? Because it's the only thing I can still feel. Let me help you, Antonia. You can't save me, hero. I'm already dead. And so are all of you. Now! Zombies. Yes, but under the circumstances, it isn't really that surprising. Stop talking now. She's getting away. And the troops just keep coming. Oh, well, this shouldn't be that difficult for the three of us, eh, old chums? (laughs) Has he been doing that a lot? Steady stream. He's also wearing my coat. Zombies first, domestic later. I count 30. There are more coming in over here. Most of them are armed. I'd like to revise my earlier projection to help! Help! That's tough but fair. What do we do? Thinking. Do it faster! Wait, don't you two schoolgirls have some kind of combined powers? Mind powers! Hypnotic powers. Exponential powers! These men are zombies! Not feeling overwhelmed by options, sweetie? Try! Roger that. Listen to me, all of you. Look out that window. 
Look down there. What do you see? Thousands of people getting ready to celebrate. Celebrate a season of giving and love. Celebrate with families and friends together. You can remember it. I know that you can. You are not so far gone, not so lost that some part of you does not remember what Christmas felt like. I want you to remember that most perfect moment of holiday joy that you ever knew. Perfect peace, or joy, or contentment, whatever it was for you. Go into that moment and let it warm your soul. Find that comfort again. Find it and stay there. Stay entirely in that moment. And sleep. Did it work? It worked. You were right, Squirrel. They can be reached. There's something there. They didn't fall down. They're all just... Asleep on their feet! With visions of sugar plums dancing in their heads. Call O'Malley. Tell him we need a lot of handcuffs and we need them right away. And that's my cue to exit. Wait, is this spell going to last if he leaves? Well, in case it doesn't, you might want to get to high ground, because he's leaving. The chief and I aren't on the best of terms. Make the call. I'm on it. You might want to track those balloons and shoot them down, too. I'm just saying, perhaps you're too busy for me just now. Perhaps. (laughs) Take the gas grenades out of the pockets, and you can keep the coat. Oh, you are no fun at all. I've heard that. I expect I'll kill you both next time. You could work with us to bring an end to Professor Zombie's reign of terror. Actually, I think I'll just hide until it's over. She's going to be cross with me for this. (laughs) We used to date. Well, perhaps date is too strong a word. I did not need to know that. Fair enough. I'm off! Hey, monkey! Hey, what? Merry Christmas, you deranged nutcase. Oh, and God bless us, everyone! And so concludes another adventure of the Red Panda! This recording and the story, characters, and situations contained therein are the exclusive property of their creator and copyright holder, Greg Taylor, and are produced and distributed by Decoder Ring Theater through arrangement with him. These recordings may not be rebroadcast or redistributed by any means for any reason without express permission. Until next time, when Decoder Ring Theater brings you the further thrilling adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, this is Stephen Burley reminding you DecoderRingTheater.com is your address to adventure! The Red Panda Adventures, episode 100, Naughty and Nice, was written and directed by Greg Taylor with original music by Andrea Lyons and featured the vocal talents of Peter Nichols, Stephen Burley, Ryan Cerro, Andrea Lyons, Christopher Mott, Clarissa Dunetterlanden, and Greg Taylor. Until next time, for all of us here, good night. classical and brand new audio dramas through the Mutual Audio Network. Subscribe through Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or iHeartRadio today. There's eight different podcasts, one for each day of the week and genre, and the Mutual Audio Network broadcast feed so you don't miss a day of your favorite shows. Subscribe to Mutual Audio tonight. Good night! <laughs>